two weeks in the books of the high school football season, and we're heading into September, which means these games start to have a little bit more meeting wrecks. Getting closer and closer to region play, but y'all, we have some even more primetime matchups coming up, and we're going to talk all about it right here on the OG High School Preview Show, right, Jack? Exactly. Week three of the Prep Zone Preview comes your way is episode 35, the Frank Thomas episode nice. of On Your Sidelines. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. Bring it in, everybody. Oh, wait, that's gimmick infringement. Wow, what's up look and at what's that. good, everybody? I'm Jack Patterson. That is Sports Director Rex Castillo. Welcome you in to On Your Sidelines, the Prep Zone Preview Week 3. We have had a crazy start to the high school football season Rex but man oh man week three seems to bring more incredible matchups I love high school football as y'all as everyone out there knows we have a passion for it and the matchups have only gotten better now we're starting to see teams really find their rhythm as we get closer and closer to midseason form I know it's still within the first month but Jack we've seen uh teams take down top 10 teams we've seen one team rise to the top 10 uh to, to the top ranking in Alabama and we see pretty much a superstar emerging and becoming taking me more steps becoming a superstar up in LaGrange, and I mean, here in town, we got we got teams already ready to throw uh, haymakers at the competition. Exactly. One of those teams we'll start with on Friday, and, you know, shameless plug, that's my alma mater. Hey. The Shaw Raiders 2-0 and to start the season. They're taking on Harris County on Friday night, a big-time matchup as Shaw looks to go to 3-0. and Harris County still looking for that first win of the year. How about sprinting out of the gate at this point? And a huge credit to Blair Harrison. We're going to bring it up every almost every week because, as Coach Harrison brought, uh, said, it's part of the story now, you know, uh, recovering from the tragedy of losing Coach P uh, in, in the summer, having to really restart their entire learning pro, uh, curve from the beginning. This very much heavy option running offense is working. And it's, I mean, it's very much a Blair Harrison style team. Very much body blows, body blows. I'm a boxing fan if it, or, and a combat sports fan if everyone hasn't picked up on that. But, you know, it's one of those, a lot of those things that it's just constantly gut punches. And then you go out for the knockout punch. And my Lord, are they just, they're just efficient. It's the definition of just do your job and everything else will take care of itself. Great blocking physical football. If you love old school football, I mean, you know, you can throw the spread offense and stuff, RPOs out the window. Watch Blair Harrison team, man. You know what, Kendrick? Um, credit to them because they they, ha they made some great defensive plays, but uh, Shaw was just more consistent on that day. Exactly, and you look at what Shaw's been able to do, 70 points in the last in the first two games so far. Well, excuse <laughs> me, well, 68. I mean, and more importantly, the defense has only given up, what, 16? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's huge. Now, I think this week is it's going to be an, a different kind of test because Kendrick and Marion County, smaller schools than Shaw, mm -hmm. but you still got to execute because those teams, I mean, you give up, wins to any of those teams, and that, that can really set you back and, you know, put you in the wrong direction. But Harris County, a team that I think going off to a slow start, but that happens in a, with a new head coach. And Harris County, I think the Tigers, there's plenty of pride up there, so this could be a, a get-back game for them. And Shaw has to go to Harris County. Never an easy place to play. Never an easy place to play. Hostile environment. And I, this is going to be the first time the Raiders have played outside of Kennett Stadium. Mm -hmm. This is really where you get where a good test for where you can be when region play rolls around. So that'll be really interesting to see. How about the Shaw? Let's you stand on your Shaw alumnus box a little bit though. How great is it to see the Shaw Raider football start off to a great start like this? I mean, we haven't seen it in a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been a good while since you've seen Shaw kind of storm out the gate like this. Right. So, I mean, it is great to see. And, you know, especially with everything that's going on at that school, you know, for it to happen right now, mm -hmm. I think it's the perfect medicine. 
And Jalen Bass, I had to give him a lot of credit. We interviewed him for our – they were our first athletes of the week. I mean, well-deserved. So many emotions going through that first game. That's a kid who puts his head hard – you know, his, uh, brings his lunch pail to work, his hard hat on, puts his helmet on, and just That's like trying out. to tackle a wrecking ball. Really is. It's the battering ram that is Jalen Bass, and it, it works beautifully. And it's – you know, he he is really a big part of that that offense, the engine that helps it go credit to what the Raiders are doing. Because I mean, you go from what coach Pellegrino was doing more of a spread RPO kind of thing. And mm-hmm. you're throwing the ball a lot more to a bruising style where you're going to get 20 carries a game. It's not easy, especially when 11 men are trying to tackle you, but credit to that offensive line and credit to, to bass for executing what they're supposed to do. It's, it's a really, really fun time to be a Raiders fan. Absolutely. So we'll keep our eye on that one. And this next game, Rex, is yeah. It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun to me. Yeah. Hardaway taking on Northside at Kinnett Stadium. I mean, I feel like that's just breeds, you know, two creative offenses. Yep. And it's going to be two teams that are trying, you know, that we think they're on the rise. Both teams right. are on the rise, but yet both are coming off of losses. So, and Hardaway, let's be fair to Hardaway. Their first two games of the season, I mean, my goodness. Carver and Troop County. Carver and Troop County. You're facing off against a defense that looks pretty primed to to do some damage here. In the past two games, only given up 10 points. And then their offense, y'all please score when we're there, please. 71 points in the past, in like the past two games. All happen after I leave, but, you know, I'm not going to hold it against them. Just tremendous performance in the Heritage Bowl 40 nothing win over Spencer, which credit to what that defense did. It's a shutdown defense, and then you go up to try and contain Teo Todd. Good luck. That's not, that. We'll talk about him later, but I think Hardaway has grown a lot these past two weeks. Now, Northside, talk about sprinting out of the gate as well. Like, Malachi looks like he's back, obviously. The Coach O method is working over there with the Patriots, and I think outside of Malachi, everyone is stepping up. And that's really interesting to see. You go up against LaGrange, and I want to get your takeaways from that. I mean, LaGrange is a team that looks like they can make a deep run and even make it to Atlanta. What did you think about Northside, uh, the way they performed up against LaGrange? I mean, early on, I feel like Northside punched them in the mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going up to Callaway Stadium. Once again, all three teams that play at that stadium, is not easy to win there. All three of them want to go deep in the playoffs. Exactly. So you're going up to LaGrange, and they jumped out on them early. And then LaGrange kind of woke up, you know, later in in the game. But – you know, to be able to compete with that team, you know, what Matt Napier has going at LaGrange yeah. is what Northside is trying to become. It's, and it takes time. I mean, it's it's also a different monster because you're recruiting – you're not recruiting, but you're also dealing with a much deeper talent pool in Columbus. And I think Coach O's team has, has the blueprint, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of steal a, a little phrase out there in LaGrange. But the blueprint for what's going on, I think it's, it's really working at Northside. And this is – a community that has had a lot of success in other places. Softball's really good. Baseball's usually really good. Basketball. Basketball's really great. Volleyball's really good. But this football team, I think it really, it embraces the grit of what they want, of what that community is all about for cheering for Northside. And I'm really interested to see that fan base is also so much fun. So they're Absolutely. they travel really well. I think this is going to be a great matchup it, down in Kinnett. And I think Hardaway takes a big step forward, but gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. You got to try and contain Malachi, and that's a man. Good who, luck. That yeah, that's a man whose engine is always on full, even on the fourth quarter. Should mm-hmm. be really, really great to see flashy physical football. But there, uh, there are certain guys that I don't want to be on the business end to try and tackle. He's one of them. Malachi's one of those players. Absolutely, and I think Northside again. They're up in five A, and it's this version of five A now in GHSA. Tough competition. You got you got all those powerhouses and traditional powers up there in the Atlanta area and around Georgia. So I think Northside, though, trending definitely trending in the right direction. Wouldn't be surprised if they win this one. But Hardaway's going to put up a fight. 
Absolutely. Now we got a real interesting matchup here. We've, you know, non-region allows you to have some really oh, creative yeah. matchups. Love it. About, love this time of year. Columbus and Manchester. Let's go. Like that's a matchup that you know, at least in my ten years here, we've never seen. And that's what I really love about this this version of the non-region schedule is that you're able to to create these like what if matchups because we talked about that in week one. Credit to Phil Marino to, for scheduling this. I know people will say, oh, well, it's the, you know, what, three or 4A versus a 1A school. You want to go ahead if you want to underestimate the Manchester Blue Devils. That, that's on you. That's an environment mm-hmm. and a community that loves that football team and that school in general. Cody Nickel, shout out to Cody Nickel, our local Manchester alum. Um, he keeps us in tune with it. And you may think that Cody, just because he works in the weather side of the house, doesn't really know that much about sports. No, he's in tune. Yeah. He, he's he's almost he's our uh, by default our score guy our almost he's beat our reporter man, our Manchester beat reporter absolutely and you know he keeps us updated I, and we kind of judge the temperature of how Manchester football is doing with how his attitude is and there's a there's an excitement in the air they finally got a good head coach last year great, great. Stephen Holmes has done amazing things there and hasn't he, he has embraced the identity of what Manchester football and Manchester high school means to that community absolutely now you bring in a Columbus High which again. Sure, they they're still finding their they're finding the rhythm. Great showing against Jordan High School, though. Bring that momentum into Manchester because you're yeah, gonna I need think, it. I think they needed that game, right? And and the, the score's lopsided, sure, but I mean, man, blue the Blue Devils showed like, okay, we can play. We just need to find our rhythm. Mm-hmm. Now you need to bring that rhythm and that momentum into Manchester because yes, it's a smaller school, but they're gonna pack it out like it's Jordan Hare at night, man. Like they exactly. they love that environment. It's a fun environment. I think I um. Being the sports director and having to anchor, I don't usually go out that far. But with the times I have, I've loved my time there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I so. mean, going covering games at Manchester are, is absolutely crazy. It's one of the great environments in our area. And to be able to go up there and try to, you know, being a road team going up there is, you know, is, is not easy. And you're in the situation as a home team. If you're Manchester, you have nothing to lose. If you lose to this team, sure, you're supposed to lose to the bigger school. You win against this team. Now you got that, all kinds of momentum. That's that steamrolls you into the into next week, and then wrapping up region play, and then getting into the region. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Let's cross the river over to Alabama. Well, actually, before I'm jumping ahead, uh-oh, that's my uh-oh. fault. My fault. False start. <laughs> Saturday, Rex. We yeah. have a great game. It's going down in Macon. Yeah. Brookstone take it on FPD. I thought it was Chambers taking on FPD. No, that was a couple weeks ago. Oh, that was a couple weeks ago. My bad, my bad. Um, so that's where we're at. Coffee's kicking in now. Mm-hmm. Brooks don't take it on FPD. Look, you're taking on FPD. I don't care what classification, what league they're in. I don't care what sport. Don't care what sport. They're always going to put out quality talent. They're always going to put out quality competition. I mean, Brookstone is a team. We saw them make key defensive and offensive plays. Love the Blue Savage pads, by the way. I yep. know. You know, okay, as a Georgia fan, you co-signed. But it's one of those things that, like, they are bringing this Rance Gillespie grit. I'm going to use that word a lot just because we see a lot of these teams have it. But just that composure and that that fight in, in them. And, and now not to you, mention, they seem to have picked up the air raid really quickly. Really quickly. And, you know, it, it's great to see that, that the kids have really embraced that. Now, this is a test. Yes, it, it is. You're going on the road to play FPD, a team that's dangerous no matter where they play. I can't imagine trying to play them at their place. But... 
You know, I, I think the Cougars again treading in the right direction, going to Glenwood. I know it's one of those. It was one of those fun AISA small Georgia private schools that we always wanted to see. But you know, Glenwood put up a fight, y'all. Yeah. And I think Glenwood's going to be so much better for them in the in their region play and in their AISA play because you have played Pacelli and Brookstone. Yeah. Like, okay, they're out of the way now. We know where we're at. We didn't. You know, they they put up points. They didn't. You know, lay a couple ducks up there, but. I'm just really proud of what they did. Now you take that experience that you want at Glenwood in a hostile environment, because let's be honest, Glenwood, good environment, even for any school, especially a small school. Yeah, go you to, go try winning in the swamp. Yeah, you ain't easy. But FPD, man, whew, you you lived in the state longer than me. FPD is always in that conversation of, Absolutely. of, of contenders and late playoff runs, right? Absolutely. Man, I, I'm, I'm just so impressed, though. That defense, they're they're very balanced, and that's rare to see, especially this early in the season. Very balanced on both sides of the ball. Really excited to see what they can do. Absolutely. I, it's, this is a, a, a litmus test game for Brookstone. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's cross the river now. Yeah. Now that I'm not jumping the gun. Auburn, first ga- second game in Class 7A play, taking on Dothe. Big win last week over Enterprise on the road. Yeah. So 2-0 going into – hosting their first home game at the Duck this season against Dothan. 2-0 and against two teams that were in the top 10 in Class 7A. I mean, that is absolutely – that is crazy to see what's going on, Siri. Not right now. I'm going to say, Siri, calm down. Uh, but against two teams that are in the top 10 in, a- in HSAA, that says a lot about what Coach Ether is doing. Remember, five teams in that region that were in the top 10 going in last And week. they knew it. Like, look, we're going to have to go up against this crazy gauntlet. It is what it is. But um, I, I'm really impressed with what Clyde Pittman has done. Uh, he's coming back. He's really navigating this offense and commanding this offense in a beautiful way. But they're dangerous on, on, through the air and on the ground and then on defense. My gosh, they swarm. Exactly. And I, I'm glad you mentioned on the ground. D.V. Williams has had a tremendous start to the season. Uh-huh. You know, had a breakout game against Enterprise. He, I think he had a one of the touchdowns against Hoover as well. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's quickly turning into being that guy on the ground for Auburn. And I was talking to Coach Etheridge before they kicked off against Hoover. Like, you know, they they lost a lot of talent, Bacar Daly and all of them. But, like, look, we have a lot of guys coming back. 30 to 40 seniors. I mean, gosh, it's, a, it's Auburn High School, so what do you expect? But they're deep now. They're deep at quarterback. They're deep at uh, – a wide receiver, tight end, running back, and they're solid on the line on both sides of the ball. Defense is swarming. This is a team, Jack. I know a lot of the the flash and all that might go to the Thompsons of the world, but you mess around and overlook Auburn. You're going to be highly, highly mistaken. And now going back to the duck for the first time. Exactly. It's great to showcase your talents against some of the biggest talent, against the biggest uh, powerhouses that the state has to provide, Enterprise and Hoover to, to be, you know, chief among them. You bring it home to the duck, Dothan, good luck. Yep. So we'll have our we'll definitely have a camera there, a home opener at the Duck. It's one of the best environments we have in the area. Absolutely, it rivals for one of the best. I mean, the crowd is right on top of you, mm-hmm. and there's a significant difference in how many stands. It's a throwback. There are. It's a throwback. It's a significant difference on how many stands there are on the visitor side compared to the home side. And uh, I'm really excited to see how far. I, again, do we write this team in as a Final Four for the HSAA playoffs? Maybe. Basically. Basically, they could knock I mean, on the door during here. I mean, I mean, honestly, don't. The, the difference between this year and last year is that Opelika is going to play a role in that too. So, and now, if we have three of those teams who could go deep, one of them, one of them is going to sit out, and that's a shame. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens though. Any given Friday, I'm really, I think, I think Auburn has too much momentum on their side right now. Dothan always a quality opponent, but it's the duck, y'all. Yeah, it's not easy there. 
Yep, and Auburn's rolling. Uh, completely at this point. Tremendous performance, back-to-back performances for them. Coach Etheridge is a winner every single time. You know, when I interviewed him in his office, how many blue maps I saw? <laughs> it was like five or six of them. Exactly. And so he, he he knows how to win, and he embraces the identity that these kids have. Really exciting to see what the Auburn Tigers can do this week. Exactly, and that other team in that th- the three team we're talking about, yeah. Central. Yeah. And they host Enterprise. Uh-huh. So, so another major matchup. And Central hasn't had a game that – it's been within 20 points this year. Let's think about that, right? Uh, they haven't been within 20. No one's been even within sniffing distance of them. And they recently just had two two players make it to the uh, All-American Bowl um, in San Antonio. That's the All-American Bowl. Yep. A.J. Harris in the, on the, in the defensive backfield. Tamari and T.J. Parker on the defensive line. And, you know, there was a lot of trash talk, as there always is. Uh, I think the thing is, you know, proximity also breeds hostility. When I comes, love that quote. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes to um, when it comes to the backyard brawl, and yeah, I mean, it's one thing to talk it, and it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to be about it. Central was about it on that Friday night at Smith Station because even that environment, you know, the Smith Station fans were were gassed up. Tamarian, AJ, and that entire defensive unit shut them out. And you saw Carmelo English, a guy who, gosh, we I'm surprised he hasn't gotten an All-American invite yet. Stay mellow. Yet. He hasn't gotten one yet. I think he he will be in consideration for that. Auburn has a tremendous weapon in him. He, Yeah, I'm sure he's not as tall as some of like the other guys that, you know, you when you think of crazy wide receivers, this guy can ball. And we saw that. You saw that crazy, what, the, the crazy jump, one-handed catch in the back of the end zone and just stared at your camera. Yep. The, the guy can ball. Absolutely. So stay mellow. Just how deep are they? I mean, for you, if this team doesn't make the Jordan Harris, would that be a disappointment for them? Absolutely. So well, I mean, it's like that every year. It's like that every year. Enterprise. Now, I will say, as uh, as we've they gave we, Auburn a fight last. They week. gave Auburn a fight, and that Auburn, that Enterprise offense is always weird. We always tell our photographers, whoever go whoever go there, like be ready. It's different out there. Mm-hmm. But discipline, physical, physical nature of football. That's what Central does. Coach Nix has done another tremendous job. Getting all of this talent to stay focused. And Absolutely. Like it is at the Duck. Man, Garrett Harrison Stadium ain't easy to play in, y'all. No, it is not. Talk about a rowdy crowd. That's one of them. That, that, that could rank for our top five right there. Exactly. So. And let's go ahead and complete the cycle. Opelika at home hosting Lee. Oh, excuse me. On the road. On the on road. road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking on Lee Montgomery. And my goodness, a matchup. This was a phenomenal matchup in 6A. Now both of these teams are in 7A. Kind of where they belong, isn't it? Yeah. So congratulations, first of all, to Opelika winning 600 games in, the, in that program history. And it's one of those things that – you know, Ron Ingram pointed it out. They were on 599, and they executed and took down Jeff Davis. Jeff Davis got out to a quick start in that one. Roman Gagliano went to the Manning camp. It shows now, doesn't uh-huh. it? <laughs> I think Coach Beekman joked like, hey, we just need to send him to the Manning camp every week, and then he can just come back for the games. Mm-hmm. But they are so deep everywhere as well. Uh, shout out to Tay Gay. Finally got your name right. But Tay Gay is, a, is listed as a linebacker. And I asked him, like, what made you want to go to your linebacker in for that two-point conversion against Callaway? Like, look, you just got to get it to your best player. That's yep. all that matters. It works. And shout out to Tay. And that also is a credit to all of those kids. When your name is called, be ready. Exactly. And they always and execute. And so, and now they're going on the road to to Lee. And you know that these teams, tr- rich in tradition, want to make that statement being up in seven A. Opelika is in the top ten. They they won at Callaway again. A lot of people will say it's not the same environment. No, Callaway is hard to play in, y'all. Yeah, Callaway Stadium's not easy. Exactly, and a lot of people will say one point win down. And there. a lot of people say it's a seven A school facing a two A. Georgia two A is like six A in Alabama. So y'all, it's and Callaway is a team. We'll get to them later. That's a team that's been punching up in weight mm-hmm. pretty consistently and should not be ashamed of what they're doing right now. 
But I, I think Opelika, man, I'm so impressed. It's one thing for them to, to be on the big stage and say that we're going to step up. Again, people say it, fewer do it. Opelika is doing it. Shout out to Roman Gagliano for what he's doing and that entire offense and to Coach Speakman for putting together and leading this team for what they're doing now. It looks like they're priming for another run. Uh, I mean, we say that Final Four could be easily filled in with Central and Auburn, right? Like, that, that's the semifinal? I, I, feel, I feel like uh, Opelika is going to have something to say about that. Right, they're going to be knocking on that door right there. Exactly. So really, the road to Jordan-Hare could easily go through one of those teams. I mean, the road to Jordan-Hare is going through East Alabama. There. Easy. Like I, I I feel no you know no, no hesitation saying that yeah no hesitation it's either, saying that. yeah it's it's between those three between those three teams you have to beat one of them or all three of them to get to exactly or to get to Jordan Hare so if you beat all three of them and get to Jordan Hare you earned it my lord but got to do it speaking of teams that are rolling right yeah how about this matchup Beauregard heading up the valley two and zero Beauregard. Look at that. We haven't seen that in a while, Rex. Justin Jones is doing a tremendous job out there, and I, I'm so happy for him because he's a guy who jumped in with both feet into the Beauregard uh, community, a community that at the same time, when you sh- when you share the same city limits as Opelika High School, mm-hmm. it's tough to get some shine. They're doing it. I mean, you got to think about it. They're sharing the spotlight with Opelika, yeah. Auburn, Auburn, Lee Scott. You know. That ain't easy, man. It's not easy. And Lynette isn't too far away. No. But – I mean, credit to what they're doing out there. And I was so impressed. Against Central Haynesville, I saw 40 points. I think when I told you the final score, you looked at me all kinds of crazy. Like, no, 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 no. What was that final score? No, Hornets put up 40. Mm-hmm. This And people, it may seem like a, a much longer time ago than it is, but 2016 is when they won the state t- yeah. title, wasn't it? Yeah, it's not that long ago. It's not that long ago. And I understood that maybe it was a time for a change, time to turn the page. But I think this is a guy, in Jones, like just who can him, get the job done, get the job done. It just took time. They keep talking about the blueprint. That is their saying out there as well. You mm-hmm. got to stay true to it. You got to commit to it. And look, it's working against Central Haynesville. Now, again, the road only gets harder from here. But shout out to the Hornets and a community that's hungry for, for moral success. I was it was crisp. It was clean. It was fast. It was furious, and it was physical. That's what you need in a football team to succeed at the six A level. And if they can go up to Valley and this Valley team rolling too, shutting out Lynette on the road, on the road, and a and a heated heated rivalry. Lynette, of course, much younger. Sure, the stories aren't there right now, but rivalry games matter. You throw the records out, exactly. So, and Coach Story takes those rivalries seriously. Mm-hmm. So, I I mean, you were there. What what was one of the most impressive things that you saw out of the Rams? Valley's passing attack. Say what now? You heard me right. <laughs> Valley's passing attack. Um, we we know Valley for always being a great ground team, right? But they were able to move the ball through through the air. Something I've not seen them be able to do in the last few years. All right, and. I th- honestly think this is going to be a sleeper for one of the great games of the week. And I think in the office, we were debating about this. We were yes. really going back and forth on what the game of the week would be. But gosh, Ram Stadium, another fun one. Uh, it, it kind of, I love how it kind of, it's like a bowl. Like, you know, it's dug it's into a the ground. It's a valley. It's literally, it's dug into the ground. A great environment for, for to play a game. And those fans, again, right on top of you. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really excited to see what Bulwark. This is, I think... This is the a game that could define your season. Two teams that are on the up and up. If you can get a win here, a tough win here especially, that sets you up. For exactly. Success. I mean, we're, we're almost a month in. You're starting to realize who you are. And now I want to see the blueprint go up against the passing Valley Rams now. Should be a really fun matchup. I can't wait for it. I Make think sure there's is, extra popcorn for this one. Exactly. I really think this is going to be a fantastic game on Friday night. And let's go to our game of the week, yes, Rex. Sir. We've been alluding to it all show long. <laughs> 
the Callaway Cavaliers taking on the Troop County Tigers. Yep. And we're talk when we talk about rivalries in our area, these Troop County rivals are just it, it just hits different. It really does. Hogansville and LaGrange, while technically different cities, aren't too far away from each nope. other. And they all play at one stadium in Callaway Stadium. So everyone is fighting to for the rights to, you know, truly claim it as their home field. Cal- all right, let's start out with Callaway. 0-2 on the year. This, on paper, on it paper look looks good. on paper it looks you know like all right, smash the panic button at this point. Like all all alarms going off. Damn the torpedoes! We need to fix something. Calm down. Mm-hmm. You lost by one to Opelika, a top ten team in Alabama. Yep. Then you then you scheduled Cedar Town, who let's not forget <laughs> they were in the semifinals with Carver last year. Right. They Carver won by a single point. They won by going for two. In overtime, wasn't it? Or no, was, it was uh, late in the fourth late quarter. In the fourth quarter, and DJ Riles almost broke himself trying to win that game. So, guys, calm down. It is a on the break. You are not a bad team. Clemson wasn't available, so you decided to schedule these guys. So, I think Dimitri, Dimitri, um, Deshaun Coleman, Deshaun Coleman. Sorry, De, Dimitri's little brother, but Deshaun Coleman is starting to become his own man. A guy who, gosh, he he just flicked the ball for what forty, fifty yards in the air, and it was an eighty-yard touchdown. Effortless. He's a kid who's understa- who understands the stage, and now he's older. Yes, you are going against teams that are a lot that aren't in your region or even in your classification right now. Mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of good that came out of that. That absolutely. Now you know you make a mistake against a Cedar Town, it's going to happen. The floodgates are going to open. They just need that much daylight to exactly. to drop thirty on you or forty on you. Look at Cedar Town. Take that as a lesson to move on because a guy like Teo Todd and Troop County. That's going to be a team you cannot afford to make any mistakes on. Nope. So I don't think you blow up. You, you know, it's not. No one's on the hot seat in Callaway. You're yes, you're upset. Yes, you want to win. It's not. Is is not. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's very much not normal. But, but it's also not normal to schedule Opelika and Cedar Town in back to back weeks. No, it's not. And then the Troop County right on top of that. You know what? Have fun. Like you wanted to go through Hell Week three times in a row on you, but that's gonna if iron sharpens iron. Yep. This team's gonna be. Dangerous deep in the season. Exactly. But a kid we have to talk about is Teo Todd. Absolutely. I mean, we said it multiple times on the prep zone Friday night, Rex. Dude was a human cheat code against Hardaway. Right. He really was. And I asked him, like, dude, what happened there? Like, what what, what made you think that you could do all this? I don't know. I just do it. And t- that's the thing about Teo's demeanor. He is so calm. He is so chill. It's effortless. It's effortless for him. But he's a kid who's dedicated to getting better. He's Russell Wilson-ish because, you know, he's, he's a shorter quarterback. He's not the guy who's six foot six. You know, he's not. So he's not Arch Manning. I get it. The guy can ball. Yep. And the, 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 the offer should be coming in unless you don't like football. Watch. He's got to visit the South Carolina right. this week. All right. So, you know, good luck, Teo. I think, you know, Coach Beamer, you're going to love this kid. I, I, even at his height, with his arm strength, with his legs and his intelligence and his understanding of the game, and their offensive coordinator down there, who was the offensive coordinator to that beat Callaway in the Final Four when Tank Bigsby was there. It, you have a guy who's like, all right, trust the system now. We have a system in place that's gonna make that's gonna showcase how strong you are as a quarterback. But then you look at the you look at the wide receiver group, my gosh, Moss and all these boys. The one thing the coaching staff is worried about is our inexperience. When is that gonna rear its head? And all a lot of them said, like, yeah, you know, we we have a young team. You have a young team that's doing this. Mm-hmm. Now, this will be one of Troop's hardest tests. Yeah. And hands down, not only just because they're your next door neighbor, not only because of the, the great talent out there, but it's the environment. It, you know, it's. Exactly. But you need. But if you you're Troop, this. we've talked about it on this show. If you're Troop, you need this kind of test going into the region that you're going in. Right. 
I mean, you're going to go up against those Northern Atlanta teams that are that are go, the, the Atlanta teams, but like north of Lagrange, that yeah. are going to be tough. And you need these kind of tests to sh- to prove your metal. And mm-hmm. I think Teo is going to be put the gaunt- through the gauntlet this year. The Callaway has a dangerous defensive line that gets tremendous amount of pressure. So maybe you don't freestyle as much, but also at the same time trust your instincts. Yeah, and you'll have guys who will be open who can make plays for you. Yes, your inexperience will be there, but this could be a game where you grow up. All I know is this game going to be a whole lot of fun. Get extra popcorn and enjoy the Teo Todd experience because Callow is going to try and shut that down. And I and Deshaun Coleman. You, I'm jealous you get to go to this game, by the way. It's Deshaun so. Coleman versus Teo Todd. What else do you need? Two of the best quarterbacks in our area. What more do you really need? To Arguably say? could be in the top 10 of, in their classification around the state. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I, I'll say it. Tremendous talent out there. You could see some future college boys out there right yep, now. Yep, I can't wait for it. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yes, sir. So that is going to be our game of the week. And, of course, as Rex just said it, I'll be out at Callaway Stadium on Friday night. And, of course, catch on catch us on the prep zone 11-15, 10-15 Central on Friday. We will get you caught up on everything around the Chattahoochee Valley. And, of course, if you like college football too, be sure to tune in on Saturday as well. We'll have you covered at Georgia and Auburn as well. Absolutely. Hey, before we go, Jack, we have that prep zone performance of the week we got to announce as well. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Going back Go to, for it. Going back to Teo Todd, got the final numbers here from Coach Glisson. 12 for 17 passing for 297 yards with two passing touchdowns. Then he did it on the ground. 17 rushing yards for 205, 17 rushes for uh, 205 yards with five touchdowns on the ground. This man accounted for seven touchdowns against Hardaway. Cheat code. Cheat code. I, for you, what was it like for, to watch that and to get those highlights against Hardaway? You saw my Twitter. <laughs> Just It was insane. Just like... Well, let the people know you're you're here on the podcast. Like, I I literally saw that run. I was like, top play of the week alert. Yeah, easy. Like, seriously, and he wasn't. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? Right. Like I told Kevin Eckleberry, who's longtime Lagrange uh, sports writer, now works with Lagrange College. I told him I was like, he's not human. No, he isn't, and he's cooler than the other side of the pillow. Rest like Stuart he, Scott. He he does it so effortlessly. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. And. No, he's a junior, by the way. Yeah, he's only going to get better, y'all. We got one more year of this. You, we, we forget that he started as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, last year he was banged up, but this year he's back and, you know, as Mike Greenberg likes to say, back and better than ever. So, I mean, that that's how dangerous number 13 is out there for Trayvon. Mm-hmm. Really excited to see what will unfold this Friday. We're going to try and do more prep zone performances of the week. Keep our eyes open for guys who just completely ball out on Friday. Yeah, let us know if you see a person going out and showing out. Yeah, tag us. Absolutely. We'll we'll take all the notifi- notifications we can get when it comes to performance of the week. But Teo Todd, our first perfor- prep zone performer of the week. All right. But that's going to wrap things up here. So, Rex. Where can the people find us? I appreciate you guys for joining us. Again, you can check us out every week, WRBL.com, and then check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We're also available there. On Your Sidelines has turned into the Prep Zone preview. Jack, we'll make sure to stay active on social media. Where can they find us there? Exactly. We normally live tweet from our games, so be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Jay Patterson TV, at Rex Castillo TV, on Facebook as well, WRBL Jack Patterson, WRBL Rex Castillo, and of course, on follow to go ahead and follow those News 3 Sports accounts at WRBL Sports on Twitter, WRBL News 3 Sports on Facebook. Rex, take us home. All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us for another edition of On Your Sidelines, presenting the Prep Zone Preview. Football in full swing. Can't wait to see how things unfold this Friday and Saturday. Jack will be out there at our Game of the Week, Callaway at True County. I'll be around. I'll be bouncing around here. We have plenty of uh, a great team here helping us out, getting us all the highlights and all the action for you on the Prep Zone. Absolutely. But until then, we will see you guys next week. Take care, guys.